0: Thanks for tuning in to the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. Want ad-free listening and bonus content? Subscribe to our Patreon or check out our Mimosa Market. Now to the episode. Good morning and welcome to the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Baer. And today we have Lily back in the studio for our fourth and final episode of the Love Series, where we have gone into the different types of archetypes for women. We started off our first episode with the chill woman. Then we moved to the fortress woman. Last week, we tackled the goddess archetype. And today we are getting to the magnetic woman. Mm. So excited. Before we get started with our discussion with Lily, I would like to just mention our quote of the week, which is heal from your past so you can step into your unfathomable future. All right, mimosas, let's go ahead and dive into this. Good morning, Lily. Hello, Cheryl. I am so honored to be here. I can't believe it's
1: the last episode in the series. I feel like I'm at home. I know. What are we going to
0: do without these these episodes? I know. We're going to have to do just our own personal coffee chats Mm. because I I love our conversations. I've been. This has been such a fun series. I'm glad. You know, season two, we did an episode, and we're like, let's just see how it goes, and quickly realize, you know, this is this is important. You know, mm-hmm. this is really impacting women. Um, we're getting some really cool feedback. I got a few like, I felt so seen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> I felt like she was talking straight to me, and I'm glad we quickly decided to, you know, do a series. And there's there's no better way to, um, I think, kick off really a, a mm-hmm. season than. With one about love, because that is so, so, so important. And I think ultimately what so many people want. So Mm. magnetic woman.
1: Oh, I don't even know. I was thinking about how to start this before I jumped on this call. And I don't know if there is a right place or you know, starting point off with this. Um, you know, so we've traveled in, you know, in this journey through these conversations, through the depths of pain and being seen and maybe being called out a little bit, maybe um getting met, you know, triggered or angry with me about questioning maybe what's happening in your life. You know, who knows what's going on in the other side of this mic for real. But we've traveled such a journey and I think that, you know, obviously I think maybe to start is maybe just again, to lay the foundation. If this, somebody just like skips to the magnetic woman, which I see you, if you do, you know um, you know, who's who, how many people out there, you know, will grab a book and it's like a journaling book or something like that. And they don't do the journal exercises. This is for you y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: such a great <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great to make. Um, Cause I'm sitting here and not that it's with necessarily the journaling ones, but there are other things that I just, I am occasionally that guy. And that was so spot on. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> same, same. So, you know, so I want to say like, why, again, why we're talking about this, where it came from and um, yeah. And kind of see where that goes. So we're, We're talking today about the magnetic woman, which is the fourth feminine archetype or feminine phase, however you want to um, to identify with that in the the dating process. And it's my honor, you know, to talk about this and bring this to you because after a pretty horrendous journey through my dating life and me trying to find my epic love, um, my magnetic love, my soul love, my uh, extraordinary love, I. Went through a pretty painful process of uh, a lot of self sabotage, a lot of self sacrificing, a lot of self defeating behaviors. And like I said, through a lot of pain. And then when I started to uh, coach women about dating, these patterns started to emerge. And I started, not only did I not personally start to feel like I wasn't alone, but I was also able to talk about the experience of dating um, from an objective perspective, like not just like with my family and friends, again, who are very well-meaning, um, but they don't really always have the greatest advice. And, or even, you know, those relationship groups on Facebook, when people post like, oh, what should I do in this situation? And everyone and their mother has a, a uh, you know, has some advice and you it makes most of us feel even worse. And so, these patterns and these like common patterns, po- common thoughts, common behaviors, all of this stuff started to form. And then as I started to learn about certain aspects of. Um, neurochemistry about our nervous system, about our attachment theories, about all of these different um, different modalities. I'm not a therapist. I, you know, always want to say that I'm a coach, but I have learned a lot and I've applied it through my experience. And so these patterns and these silos started to emerge, like oh shit, like this is very similar to what I experienced during this time period of my life. And the same here and the same here and same here. So that is where we are arriving today.
0: (laughs) I, I'm so excited about this episode because there's been a few times throughout our journey here in this series where we've been talking about maybe the fortress woman who still has her barriers um, Mm -hmm. and is, and, and is very, very guarded perhaps for very good reasons or, um, you know, talking about the chill woman and the goddess woman and kind of their parts. And then I feel like you and I have gotten on um, a few tangents about, you know, our incredible epic loves. And Mm -hmm. we just have this connection about like, oh, this, this big smile and and just how incredible and amazing it is. And I think that is something that I want to mention because it is something like you and I, you know, we kind of, we mentioned a few, uh, a little bit about our, our past lives. And, you know, there are, you know, I think the last quote where there's uh drama, there's trauma. Mm. And we have both gone through things that one make us love and appreciate where we're at right now. But there's a reason why when you have a, the good epic love, mm. you just want that for other people because mm. it's such an awesome, like, you know, talk about feeling whole and fulfilled and supported and so confident in yourself. It, and it's, it all comes from going through these stages and mm. the magnetic woman will draw that kind of amazing epic love and really manifest that in her life. And I think that's why I'm so excited to, mm. um, dive deeper into this today.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, um, the magnetic woman is just this, like, she's a miracle. I mean, really like that's, that's it. We're done. But she like really is, she's a miracle. And I think that I want to say that I want to put a little, you know, just something in here right now to make it important. If you are seeing these patterns and you're not, you don't feel aligned in your dating life and you hear this episode And you are, you just try to do everything that I'm going to talk about, about the magnetic woman and it doesn't work, or you get frustrated, or you still go back to like, you know, to these, we've talked about so many different types of patterns and behaviors and stuff. And, you know, in the, in the previous three episodes, and this is very akin to like what I was saying to Cheryl, like, you you know, those people, I see you, you have, you get these self-help books and they have these exercises and you don't do the exercises. So that's almost the equivalent of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, So I just want to say that because I, you know, in my work and what I do and like, you know, um, within my integrity, like just telling you to go be something that you can't embody or you can't, you haven't, like you haven't healed enough or you don't, you don't even understand how it's possible or something like that really isn't, you know, it doesn't serve anyone because it just like tries, you know, it basically telling you how to be some something you're not yet right? Yet, 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 yet. Cause everyone has the possibility of being someone like the magnetic woman and that the magnetic woman is really the woman that I wasn't, you know, I aspire to be 80% of the time, you know, I'm not perfect. And I give myself enough room to not be perfect because not being perfect is human. And it's, it is hard sometimes, right? Like obviously, but there's a lot of self-compassion, you know, self-kindness with the magnetic woman and the magnetic woman, like we talked about before, Cheryl is not a woman that I knew ever in my life. Like I didn't have an example of the magnetic woman. I haven't had an example of the submissive woman in my life. I had, um, an example of maybe, um, you know, like maybe, uh, a money driven, which isn't bad, but just like this, this, woman that 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 really didn't embody her values and her worth you know and you can feel that you can feel that the magnetic woman if anything else is an energy it's an energy like I always think about these these things that were indescribable to me like when I was in my 20s or my 30s but like I would be at a party or even at a at a store or something like that and a woman would walk in and there was, it's like, almost like the oxygen would be sucked out of the room because everyone um, like gravitated to her. And it wasn't about what she looked like, you know, it could have been what she looked like, but it was more about her energy, like how she held her shoulders back and down, how her neck was, um, was upright and how, when she talked um, there was power behind her voice, but her voice was kind it was knowing, it was so discerning. And I, you know, of course like then I had no idea what that meant. Like I was just like goddess vibes right there. And I didn't even think that that was even possible for me. Um, so the magnetic woman to me is that, is, is our subjective and our personal embodiment of being that attractive force To what the heck ever it is that we want in our life, because when we start to uncover these layers like we talked about the quote before, when we start to uncover these layers within ourselves, the magnetic woman lies inside all of us, you know, even with the magnetic man, if a a man is listening right so it's it's almost this reclamation of something that has been true for centuries, but all of this has been buried under trauma, under um, past generational things that maybe we don't even remember that happened to us. Um, Past, you know, we talked about last time, like, you know, past influences, like what movies have taught us about love or, you know, stuff that has happened to us, stuff that has happened to our parents. It's just been buried underneath this. And we've lost our way with having like trying to deal with them. We've lost ourselves because we've been pushed towards being someone
0: that we're not. And the magnetic woman knows who she is. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, I I'm just sitting here and you know, that's when you were describing like that person in the room, the magnetic woman, that energy, I I feel like we've all maybe seen it or witnessed it. And it's just like something you're just like, Whoa, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and not even, it's just like, like she just has it going on, you know, and mm. it's just and it's not a it's not an arrogance, it's not a there's no mean to it it's just you just feel and it can feel at times, especially if you aren't in that energy yourself that like she's just a level above me, you know mm. what i mean but i thought it i i think it's so great, and the one thing that I absolutely love about this whole love series you can have that you can get to that it is possible, you know i had a I had a good friend, um, I was in college, and she's like, you know, you can literally start a diet in the middle of a bag of chips. And I was like, What? (laughs) I was I was literally like, how obscure. And she's like, No, seriously, think about it. You can be in the middle of a bag of chips and decide, you know what, I'm gonna start a diet. And you can start a diet right then and there. Like you can make a change. It's just, it's a, it's a thought and it's a decision and a commitment to yourself Mm -hmm. and showing up for yourself and, and putting in the work and you aren't doing work because, oh, it's another thing on my list. Oh, you know, like, you know, this is, it it doesn't fall in, it can't fall in the same category of what other people have on a list and expect you to achieve. Mm -hmm. So not like with your job, you know, and like, oh, I have these reports that are due, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm expected to show up for my spouse's work event. And, you know, like all the, all the things that can pop up and be viewed as prioritized on your list, this commitment to yourself Mm. has to be a priority and on a list that comes before the other list so that Mm. you can take the small steps throughout all the other aspects of your life. So you keep moving forward and it's for yourself. Yeah, this is for you beautifully said.
1: Yeah. And I think when we start to talk about this is what tends to happen when we start to talk about being being magnetic or attracting things is most of us know in this space about like, law of attraction, or, um, you know, positive affirmations and all of that stuff. And I can tell you from someone who was traumatized from um, things like law of attraction and things like positive, And these are all, let me just say this. These are good things, right? Like, like, I'm not saying that practicing this is bunk, but what I'm saying is that the magnetic woman is less about what she's doing and more about how she's being. Right. So I was in this when I when I was maybe 10 years ago, I was going through another hard time, you know, in my life. And I really got into something like The Secret. And I did my gratitude list every night. I did my uh, law of attraction. I watched The Secret probably 100, like 100 times. No joke. Right. So I was doing everything that I needed to do, but I was still feeling unworthy of whatever it was that I wanted to present itself in my life. And what the, what those practices, even manifestation y'all I call this out because what people don't talk about when it comes to bridging the gap between something like law of attraction and manifesting is we have to have space in ourselves, in our hearts, in our souls, in our energy to be able to receive that, which it, what we want. And that's what that, what, what I think what law of attraction and what manifestation misses. Does that make sense?
0: No, it absolutely does. I I'm just thinking more for like, you know, some of my super corporate friends, you know, I was thinking, you know, if there's a merger happening, you can't take a company that's hundred percent and then absorb another company to create a new one. And it somehow work. No, you need to take a company that's maybe at 80% and then you, you absorb another company and that fills in your other 20% and makes you whole. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that empty space, you can't be whole. You're just going to be full at whatever level that you're already tapped out at. Mm -hmm. And I think showing up for yourself. And a lot of times I feel, um, especially women taking time for yourself is hard, but I think diving deep and in, in the, the emotional part, you know, kind of like talking about the healing process mm-hmm. that is so hard. And sometimes you can feel yourself battling and struggling internally, you know, mm-hmm. being like, why is this so hard? Why is this so frustrating? And you know, and you start feeling maybe even uncomfortable talking about it. Like, you know, that place in you exists, but like you were saying, you know, if you don't, take care and show up for you and, you know, take, you know, that hardship or some traumas or negative energies and work on improving them so that you have like a space to like literally bring in, you know, Mm. better positive space to make yourself whole, then you're just going to keep being maxed out where you are. And It's so important. Mm,
1: Yeah. I I love that analogy. You're so good at at analogies. I feel like I'm horrible at them, but (laughs) you know, that's what, you know, I work a lot with single and successful women who have been successful in business, um, in money, in health, even, and love is like that last kind of piece that seems to be elusive and, sometimes like, Oh, actually, no, I'll say it like a lot of times those things, I think we'd said this last time. I can't remember, but a lot of times those things that have, have gotten a success on that level in that kind of masculine oriented world. Most of us, if you're like me, are pretty good at like finding affirmation and validation. If you're talking about business and you're talking about body and you're talking about beauty. But the thing is, is that that same thing, if you, if you want, like, This is only if you want like an epic love relationship or if you want magnetic love, if you want extraordinary love, those same skills are not the same as, um, you know, learning to be someone like the magnetic woman. So you can actually hold, like have that space inside ourselves to be open to love instead of pushing so hard, instead of um, being so frustrated or so confused or, you know, that, that kind of doing energy if we, like I said, there's a very, it's, it's pretty nuanced, but like, there's a very um, it's just a different energy. It's just a different skill. If that Epic love relationship is something that you're looking for.
0: And I think with, especially the magnetic woman, and I say this because I had someone ask me and it wasn't even it, it, when you talk about this energy, I walked into a place and to volunteer and it is my happy place. I love this place. Um, you know, it's my, my first time going there, uh, to sign up at a volunteer in, uh, this part of the world, uh, now that I'm in Japan and, you know, I walked in and I was just talking to the staff and, um, you know, they were all, they were all asking me questions and things like that. And then one of the, the ladies in management, you know, she sat down and I was talking about, you know, Hey here's things i'm good at here's things i'm not good at here's things i'm willing to do things i'm not willing to do you know kind of that and it was just so matter of fact and mm. later on you know we got to know each other for a few a uh, few months she's like can i just ask you mm. have you always like had but like you're you're so confident in your you know like you know exactly and like you're so confident in how you're standing like have you always been that way and it was so interesting. Cause she's like, we all, you know, when you left here, we all were talking about how awesome it is that you are, you know, here in our organization, as soon as you left the room, like we could just feel it. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. One uh, being told that I was like, Oh, I'm so flattered. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, I explained to her, I was like, no, I, I haven't always been there. And it literally, you know, I was talking about you know, past experiences and upon like really reflecting and kind of accepting some things that have happened, letting go and learning from other things. And then also making sure to recognize some red flags that I kind of dismissed because it was what was best for the greater good, but it wasn't what was best for me. And I, in my reflection and all of my growth from that, I've like, Hey, I've got to be upfront about this. So then, you know, if something, if a little flag, an orange flag starts coming, I can be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a line. We aren't, I we're I'm not doing this or whatever it is. You know, and I was just kind of explaining to her. I was like, no, like in fact, the the opposite. You know, I used to just be the yes and the doer. Um, but then I literally did so much soul searching in this period of my life and yes, we're talking about love and magnetic love, but part of that is also the love you carry for yourself, like holistically everywhere. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's, it, it is something that how you show up for yourself will appear in every way. Now, again, going to the successful corporate woman, if you're, you know, a yes and a doer, like you're going to get praise all day long from your work because they're getting what they need but they aren't going to praise you for you getting what you need. Mm. I mean, there are some amazing workplaces out there that maybe are like all showing up for your marathon race and all cheering for you with like Mm -hmm. team Cheryl t-shirts. I don't know. I have not personally had quite that level of support for my personal endeavors, but you know, maybe it's out there, but you know, your, your kind of applause for yourself and recognition for what is best and healthiest for you isn't always what's getting highlighted. It's more, more the actions and the things that are important for other people. So anyways, in my conversation with her, you know, I was just talking about it. I was like, you know, no, it's not something that I just naturally was born this way. And it honestly, it's something, and I told her, I was like, it's something that I did so, so much soul searching, um, because I, I just hit a point where I was on the plane and, I just felt this stress. I felt so much stress. And it was it was a hard time for my family too. We just had a lot going on. But in this one of the hardest moments, there were so many positive people in my life who showed up. And I'm like, what is it that is throwing off the the life I want? And I I literally wrote a pros and cons list. Mm -hmm. And there was one thing that I identified that was stemming from like it was kind of bleeding and touching others. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna remove that. And then I did. And then I, I, one, I instantly like felt wonderful, um, and visibly looked different. Uh, Ryan was <laughs> like, I haven't seen your smile in years. Like, this is so awesome. Oh, but in re- that reflection though, it wasn't like, oh, it was just a job that made me feel that way. It's like, no, it's all the small compromises that I made. And I didn't show up and love myself that got us to that place. Like, yes, it came in this form, but I wasn't really loving and taking care of me, mm-hmm. and so, anyways, I really did some soul searching, and then you know, it was it was kind of cool that you know have one say like, man, like we mm-hmm. felt as you walked in the room, like it, you know, fantastic, and it's super flattering, and it feels great. But also, I can't tell you how much the magnetic positive energy begets positive magnetic energy. You know, mm-hmm. I I moved to a new country. And I have, you know, had to find all new friends, all new community, all new everything. And it's been really cool. You know, on the military side of the house, we make fast friends. You know, if, Mm -hmm. if you're cool, I'm cool. We'll probably exchange numbers. We're probably going to go hang out next week. And like, we start friendship now Um, (laughs) because we all move different times, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and sometimes we move very quickly. So to us, you know, timelines move faster than the civilian world. They may be like, what? You met someone for two seconds and gave them your contact information. Like, whoa, 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 <laughs> pump the brakes, you know? Um, but <laughs> out here, you know, you're, you're there are, there's a, a deadline to like, you literally will be physically removed on the other side of the world together. So you really have to just jump in and take advantage of, you know, the, the positive people you meet. And, you know, when you have that positive, again, magnetic energy, you will, you will have a tendency of, of picking up people who also share that same energy. And, um, you know, I found a a few friends out here and it was great because, you know, one, unfortunately we're all leaving and, and moving, uh, separate parts in the next month, but we were sitting there talking and one of them said, you know, I haven't had the deep, meaningful friendships the deep meaningful ones until like I literally found you guys Mm. and it's really helped me have a deeper relationship like just even as friends like so much of it is just surface like you know Facebook gossip as we like to call it like but it's not that that deep but she's like I feel like I've grown more in the last few months and I wanted this but like I couldn't um and so it, it, that's just one of the the positives that I just want to bring when we're mm. talking about magnetic, because I feel like throughout your journey, you're going to have those speed bumps. You're going to have those hardships. You might fall into bad behaviors, but it can always change. Mm. You can start that diet in the middle of bag of chips. Like you can <laughs> so have that change. You can, you can make, you know, you can make that and have that epic love that you want. Mm. It's always possible. Mm.
1: Yeah girl, so beautiful. So man. beautiful. Yes, I congratulate you. I it's, love it's, our morning chat. Man. <laughs> this day is gonna be amazing for you. Kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> such a beautiful realization, right? Like, and you know, I want to highlight something. Like when I um when I work with women, I always say like jokingly, side effects may include more mm-hmm. money, better job, more fulfillment. Um, better relationships, better friendships, um, setting boundaries with family. Therefore, more relate more. You know, better relationship with family. Maybe maybe not what you wanted, but it definitely don't wasn't won't suck you dry like it used to, or you know, like there's um, so much. It you know, it is you know, epic love is what we talk about, but there is so the ripple effect effect on that, and how I found that I like in this. This is hard to describe. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I've found that I affect people with my with my presence, and I guess you know if I do sound arrogant, then good because I'm really proud of that. You know, like I'm really proud because I do think that I used you know recovering codependent, re- recovering um, people pleaser. You know, I I you know there's a lot of past behaviors that wasn't really like obviously what I'm acting like today, and you know I don't feel like I'm just like a big ball of light, like walking around, and I have. It's almost like I'm like the sun. Like I have an endless amount of core energy, and I don't need anything else. Like it's it's just like this regeneration inside myself where I can give, um, I can give love, I can b- give sympathy, I can give support. And the difference is from me then to me now is that it doesn't deplete from my resources. It actually um, somehow. I don't even know <laughs> somehow it, it, it just, it, it regenerates. So what I give, I receive. And that is part of being a magnetic woman. And I think like, if you remember, like from my story at the beginning, I always start with, I've, I've had a big heart forever, but you know, again, like the magnetic woman knows how to discern who to, and this includes like what you're talking about, Cheryl, like friendships, all of the things, job, money, everything right Mm -hmm. the magnetic woman is very discern is a big big word in my magnetic woman vocabulary because almost immediately I can catch on because I'm so centered and aligned and calm and aligned with my values and aligned with who I am. Just like you were talking about when you went into that, that business or that interview, you're like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not good at. This is what I don't accept. This is what I do accept. And even if like, you know, I, I do that as well. And sometimes I mess up, you know, sometimes I learn in the process of being like, it's almost like a ref, like, I'm open to refining it. I'm open to turning the dial a little bit more. And that's the magnetic woman through that, the dating process. That's a lot of how it is. I just want to say this too, before we, you know, like, before you say what you want to say is that I had, I think I shared this last time, but I had this miraculous experience um, with a dating interest that I had. We went to Trader Joe's and people, you know coming up to me. They're like, Oh my God, those flowers are so beautiful. And I love your nails and I love your outfit and all this stuff. And, you know, like, I'm just like, yeah, cool. You know, whatever. And what that happens to me a lot, but I'm, I'm also, you know, like most of the time I do these things on my own and I've kind of gotten used to it, you know, like, yeah, I'm a magnet. Come, come at me, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it was very interesting because he comes up behind me, like behind me and he whispers in my ear, you're a magnet. And he has no idea about the magnetic woman. He has no idea. Right. So he's saying like, he's basically seeing me at my core. Right. So like, that is so, 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 so powerful.
0: It, it is. And you know, when I, I love that. And I think something that is so important, it is not arrogant. And there's everything 110% right with being proud of yourself, Mm -hmm. being confident is not being arrogant. And I know uh, I I've seen a lot of Mm -hmm. women in particular, especially I've come across it in the workplace where they're so intimidated of being the biatch, (laughs) being Mm -hmm. the bad guy, being, you know, the one that's difficult to work with, like being labeled in a negative light that they shy away from having confidence and self-confidence because they they think it's one and the same with arrogance and it's not mm. very 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 different there is everything a hundred you should be proud of yourself and you should be confident. That's an amazing thing. And that's what, you know, you should have self-confidence. It is not arrogant. Mm -hmm. And again, like the growth and journey, like you have been through something, you have made conscious decisions to break cycles that you've seen or you faced, you have decided, Hey, this carousel that I've been on that was influenced by my youth, maybe family, maybe community, maybe work, maybe, you know, whatever it is, this carousel that just keeps going in the same circle, I'm going to, I'm going to ask to stop the ride and I'm going (laughs) to hop off. (laughs) I'm going to find a different one, you know, and you, but you made that choice and there's everything right. Being proud of yourself and having confidence in the person that you have worked so hard to become. Mm -hmm. And I think there's nothing more flattering than when people come up and feel to me, and I'll use a a workplace example, just because this one that happened this past week, but you know, when someone feels confident enough to come up and ask you and be vulnerable with you, I'm like, I'm doing it right. Mm -hmm. You know, because it, like, to me, it is such a, such a humbling moment. And I'm like, again, you know, Brian and I, we talk about leadership and are we building our resumes, are we rebuilding our eulogies. And for me, mm. no one cares if, you know, if, if it's my time to check out and people come around to talk about me, no one's going to be like, Cheryl created a really great PowerPoint on uh, Thursday, the 27th. No, they're not. <laughs> but what someone might say is, you know, I wasn't sure how to do this, but I could always go up and ask Cheryl. And you know that's that's part of our Ryanite's personal leadership philosophy, but also it's such a humbling moment because you're like, it just reaffirms you know what? Okay, if someone feels comfortable being vulnerable, hey, I don't know how to do this. What do you think about this? Could you review this speech, whatever it is? Then mm-hmm. like, you know, what? I'm doing it right. And talk about you know that magnetic energy begets magnetic energy. I you know the example I use you know again work one a former coworker, uh, you know, reached out, how to do a speech and wasn't sure how to do it. You know, they never done the public one, never been in front of the media, all of this. And, um, I've done quite a few. So I was like, Hey, you know, um, if you want to send it over, I'll review it, you know, whatever, however much or little support you need Mm -hmm. and, uh, reviewed it and we tweaked it and, you know, then just kind of gave some tips on tones and demeanor. And then, you know, we were getting ready to sign off and I was like, what are you wearing by the way? You know, and, she was like, oh, you know, I'm wearing kind of the usual uniform, we'll say. I was like, I'm not telling you what to do, but I would recommend getting, you know, like if you have a black dress, you know, some dude heels, whatever, because you want to have, I was like, this isn't the day for an ordinary. You want to have something that just makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're leveling up, you know, and I got the coolest text message because she's back in America. And I got this text message the next day because before I went to bed, I was like, You're going to do great. Like, Hmm. let me know how it goes. And the next morning, she's like, I'm so glad. Like, I changed my outfit. You were right. Like, I felt amazing. My speech was killer. She's, you know, the one downside is after the speech, you know, I was, you know, snacking and like choked on a cookie, but the whole (laughs) work part of it was amazing. It was such a great feeling seeing her accomplish something, but the confidence that you could just read through a text message Mm -hmm. that she had in herself because of it's like, yes, you, you mentioned it earlier about, you know, you can give from your core and it doesn't deplete your resources. Mm -hmm. It's very similar, you know, Ryan and I from even, way back when, you know, we're big in, into, you know, like community and, and doing stuff and volunteering or, you know, donations and things like that. And when, when we were first together and we, (laughs) we were not making like, any money. Um, you know, when especially when we would go from, you know, both of us working to, hey, we've got to pick up in PCS again. I had to, you know, leave my job. I've got to find a new job. So we go back down to one income and, you know, try to make that work. One of the things that we always said, like, no matter what, we aren't going to compromise is, you know, mm-hmm. the donations or money we give to the community or, you know, um causes that need that kind of thing. And we were like, you know, I told him I was like, we may cut down on uh going out to eat, but like we aren't gonna compromise on that. And that's something we've always stood by, and I cannot explain it, Mm. but anytime we've made the conscious decision to not sacrifice on doing something for the community or others, we have always been taken care of, Mm. or we've always been covered, you know, like, like, or something just happens that like, oh, you know, we, you know, like, this PCS, there's like an unexpected thousand or two thousand dollar charge that we have to like cover down on because it just goes with this country that no one told us about. So we just mm. have to rally, and then like something happens where like you know we were owed a thousand dollars from like two PCSs ago at an apartment unit. Like you know, it's just like just a, the way the world works out. But our core is never depleted. But it's I going back to that like alignment and mm. and being whole in your values and. And having that, that confidence in yourself and where you stand and, you know, the, the importance of the life that you want to leave and doing what is necessary to show up for yourself to actually achieve it. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't just happen. It's not like, oh, I have confidence and, uh, occasionally people notice me and it's great. And then everything just happens. Like, that's not it. It It is, it's conscious decisions to show up to, you know, cause life will still happen. You'll still have hardships, right? Mm-hmm. Like you'll still have struggles with your parents and your families or dynamics that you grapple with or something will happen and you will have to pause and heal mm-hmm. so you can realign mm-hmm. or else like there's work that has to continuously be done. It doesn't just, just happen. So again, you yeah. know, mm. yeah.
1: I love that. So true. It, you know, so true. You know um I never really knew what clarity was until like I actually lived it. You know, like people would be like yes. you know, be like uh just get clear on blah blah blah. And you know, I don't know. There's there's a there's a massive difference between, you know, and that's a that's an aspect of the magic, magnetic woman when she's dating, is there's a massive difference between again, like what what she knows that she should feel like in her head, like what um, which he like knows like oh like I have self love of course I have self love but then there's an you know an aspect of embodying self love like do do your like boundaries and your actions and your values and your behaviors do they line up like do you say things that maybe you don't know how to say perfectly but at least that you're like that's how I started on it like one of the main ways that I started was just kind of speaking up for myself when I was uncomfortable and eventually like over time and repetition and consistency with the right people, you know, like with my parents, I can't really do that, honestly, because they don't take it well. You know, um, when they were here in town about a month ago, they didn't take it very well. Right. But like it with the right people, and especially when you're dating, you can find out who the right people are really quickly. Um, if you speak up and even if you speak up imperfectly, like I've been triggered before in the dating process if I'm like sexualized too quickly. And um, at the beginning, what I said was like, hey, can you, can you not, um, you know, this is really triggering for me. Can you not just like go right into like, Uh, you know, like a late night sexual text. And this was someone that like, I was pursuing a more committed relationship with. And then what that led to was a conversation about why he's like, well, I didn't mean it that way. And I was like, no, dude, it's okay. It's not about you. It's about what's happened to me in the past. So to make me feel safe, um, can you just not do that or whatever, like imperfectly, you know, comes up during that conversation. And so, um, like I said, the magnetic woman is like, she's not perfect. She's not like, she's basically like perfectly imperfect. She loves all those imperfections about herself. Right. And what that, that's what self-love is. That's the embodiment of self-love. It's not just like things that you do going to get your nails done, um, going on solo date nights, which I do. And I love, but, um, there's a certain level of, um, like you're talking about sure, like alignment when my, I can take the time. I can block off the time, you know, you said show up so many times in, in these beautiful stories that you've been sharing. And that is like my number one value when I at that I ask for with myself, with anyone in my life, with, you know, the people, the men that I'm dating and with my clients, are you, will you show up for yourself and show up could mean, you know, different ways. And I think that the, the magnetic woman shows up for herself, even though it's imperfect and especially in dating, You know all those boundaries, all of those um, behaviors and actions. Everything lines up with a magnetic woman, and the the reason this happens is because she does become this like. I always like this like like I literally feel like sometimes I am a lightning rod, like you were talking about to the good stuff. Like I really feel like that somehow, and I'm not surprised anymore. You know, like I said, I expect it. and that's another thing about dating. People are like, oh, it'll happen when you least expect it. I say, no, expect that shit because you deserve it. Right. The thing is, is we have to, we have to be that lightning rod, that mag, that magnet, that attraction point for all of that good stuff to come. And yeah, healing is the, you know, the way that I see it, healing is a process to do that.
0: I love that you brought up the point of clarity because And oh, I know we're we're getting to the end of our time. So I'll try to make this quick. Um so real quick, again, a work example, but you know, I have always worked for people who have explained ideas or concepts or things, but had very specific expectations in mind, but never voiced them. Mm -hmm. And then we wouldn't necessarily jive. Like I would do what they're asking, but it wasn't right in their eyes. And so it took me a while to just like figure out the person and then like to be able to like read their mind. And like, when they say this, they really mean this, that kind of thing. And then I worked for this, my favorite supervisor in all the land, literally he's the one that would call me up and be like, Hey, want to work for 20 cents an hour. And we're going to throw trash cans over Hill. I would be like, yes. Um, just because somehow that's going to lead to something else. That's amazing. He was the first supervisor I worked for that, Clarity and respect were like the number one, number two things that, that he had. And he's like, if I give you clear instructions, expectations, then you will be successful. Mm -hmm. But if I do not provide that, if you are not successful, it's because I did not provide you clear enough instructions, or you just are choosing not to do the work. Mm -hmm. And it was so simple. It it was, you know, it was never walking into a mid-year review, like, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? What's going to happen? Because you know, every step of the way from meetings to interactions to everything, it's just so clear. So you constantly know where you stand. And I think that's part of getting that magnetic woman energy is it's being clear on who you are, what your values are, what you want what you're attracted to, what you're not attracted, like you need to be clear because if you've ever not been clear, but try to explain a concept to someone, but you haven't fully worked it out yet, Mm -hmm. they have to try so hard trying to get on your page Mm -hmm. and they may end up in a different book Mm -hmm. than even the book that you're in, let alone the page. So Mm -hmm. it, it, it really like, it can't, it can't, um, really manifest without that and i think that's something a characteristic the magnetic woman just embodies and exudes mm-hmm. um and it again having that epic love is amazing mm-hmm. like i i want that for everyone um okay. i want i want you know people when they're you know 12 years deep to get a text message and feel like good giddy on the inside you know because it's possible
1: mhm it is it is Wow. Time. Uh, Yeah. Um, I know we, we need to wrap up this episode. uh, 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 Let me just, let me just say real quick too. Can I, um, so, um, we talked kind of around a lot of the great things about a magnetical and I love that your story, um, it's just, it's so beautiful. And I love that we're having a, a very similar, well, like much needed conversation about what it means. Um, you know, you have what it, what it means to you. I have what it means to me, but really it's that embodiment, right? Of, of love it's embodiment of alignment of clarity and all of that stuff. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I'm so happy to be here. And uh, if, if people are listening, don't forget that I have that quiz um, and you can learn more about the magnetic woman it's at datingarchetype.com and you can take a quiz and it'll show you what your archetype is. And it'll show you kind of how to get to the next level. Again, we never learned this. Like the examples that I was given was not this at all, you know, and it would be something that maybe I would admire, but not be able to understand, or even think that that was possible for me, or to think that, um, I could be other something other than what you're talking about, share. Like I could be something other than like my, my awards, my accomplishments, my salary, my, my, um, you all of the stuff, which is like easy for me to do now, but what, you know, like a lot of people, you know, a lot of women, you know, that, that, that love piece is just, it seems so far away, but it's again, like it's possible. And I just love these conversations.
0: Yes. Uh, I, this series has meant so much to me. And I know that Mimosa is listening. I just want you to know that this is possible. It is out there. And if you're listening to this and maybe you're sitting here and like, Hmm, just because the Love series is coming to an end does not mean this is the end of your journey. Um mm-hmm. I encourage mimosas if you're here or if there's someone you know that you're like they could really benefit from us. Of course they can listen to our podcast but also we will have Lily's information mm-hmm. on our social media. Feel free and reach out, you know, mm-hmm. this is not again this isn't the end of the journey. It's just the unfortunate yeah. end of the Love yeah. series. Don't be like Ariel and lose your voice. Yeah. Yes. Step forward. <laughs> Absolutely. Mimosas um, and Lily, I, I love, I love our morning. I love you. Uh, I'm going to have the best day. I, I love kicking off um, mm. my day with a recording with you. Mm. Um, but Mimosas, just to circle back to our quote for this week, which is heal from your past. So you can step into your unfathomable future. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Cheers, mimosas.